0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence from Believe in the ACC. So, I don't know if you've heard about this, but apparently, former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. Now, I was reading a press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what has helped him bounce back from his hospitalization in 2015. He even said, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me, and it's important when working out. I always need energy to level up. Now, I couldn't do more with Lamar, and after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working for you. Cool thing is, we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use the code BELIEVE at checkout, you'll receive a free 4-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. Now, that product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. So again, head to balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE at checkout, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout to get in on the promotion. I know I will. It can work for him, it can work for you. And tell them the noisemaker sent you.
1: We're back
0: and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. Hi, it's Lloyd Spence. And as always, Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and content, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. So, head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your, I still can't believe it, 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Look, don't forget to use promo code NFL100. It's BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts tell them the noisemaker maker stage. popcorn world
1: uh, uh, Yeah, but... <laughs> Winner
0: and Florida State Legend, Mr. Charlie Ward, Wake 3 TV, and perfect Hall of Famer, Kendrick Askett, and Mr. Talking Noise himself, and of course, my loyalist, Lloyd Smith. And now it's time for Believe in the ACC. Well, I already know how good the show's gonna be. Cause I was at pre-production and you guys weren't. But <laughs> that's Kendrick Haskins over there. And he's fired up and he's already got his GOAT shirt on. Um, although I'm a little, you know, offended that we took Biggie off for of Jordan. i come on. Come on. It's Biggie, man. All right. But, but, but I'll tell but, you, but you fired out.
2: So why they call him Biggie Smalls?
0: Uh, because he was notorious. See what I did there? See what I did there?
3: Charlie, you was in New York at that time. You know why.
0: <laughs> you didn't know you didn't know why they called him Biggie Smalls? No.
3: Uh,
0: it was a play on the gangster. On his uh, gangster. The notorious gangster, Biggie Smalls.
3: Uh, okay. I refuse to believe that you'd never heard that before September, whatever today's date, 2021.
2: I, I, <laughs> I refuse you know to believe that? That, I believe it. I've heard of it. I just want to know why you call them biggest malls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He was, the, he was the man. You know Biggie was the man. You didn't listen to Biggie while you were in New York? I, I,
3: I'm not entertaining that. Charlie yeah, I listened to it.
0: him. Okay. Wait a minute. Did you get a chance to meet him while you were there? I don't know. You don't know if you met Biggie Small?
2: I can't remember back that far. It's been a long time.
0: That, that oh, feels man. like a blatant and obvious...
3: Uh um One of your teammates was the subject of Biggie's one of Biggie's biggest hits. I, I refuse to believe that you know that, Biggie? Huh? Who's that? Well, it came out. It came out recently that Anthony Mason was the subject of one of Biggie's songs. Oh, okay. There I feel
0: like I feel like we're being we're being we're being uh. Charlie, you're not that much older than us. <laughs> I feel like we're being um, played a little bit here, but it's okay. I'm going to take it. I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'm going to go ahead and take it. That, that, for those who don't know, and I don't know how you don't know, but that is that is Charlie Ward down there. And he's still repping the nose. He has not stopped. Despite still, the things I'm, that are
2: going on. That's just like, this is like being a war. As far what goes on, he's still going to be a war. I mean, you gotta rip your squad. Exactly. I get it. I get, it. Now, I get some, it. There are some people that will jump off the bandwagon even though they are no, they will or any whatever their team is. They if if they're not doing well, they just throw them, throw them out with the with the bathwater.
3: I kind of but- feel like he's he's calling out the people that have Florida State in their background, but sees that
2: they're 0-3 and, and knows they're not winning
0: the KCC. <laughs> I love it, though. I don't have it in my background. I can't say that it's me. But one of us in our blocks has Florida State in their background. I'm just saying.
2: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be a I also,
3: also, also had the guy that did a somersault into the end zone for the game-winning touchdown last night. Tuesday, Touche.
2: Tuesday. Was it just too hard to just run across the line and hand the guy the ball?
3: You know what? You can't talk when you when you play for Florida State. That's the home of Deion Sanders, who who high-stepped who from the thirty. <laughs> I don't want to hear that from you, Charlie Ward.
0: Oh, man. It's a very hostile
2: night tonight. I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying. We do love man, each other,
3: though.
0: The man, <laughs> the
2: man already taking a beat and running the ball all the time, but why he you want, want the ground to beat him up,
3: too? Doing a I think
0: because they were 0 3 to him, and he said, finally.
3: Right. That was I his finally a moment. That Mr. Heisman down there, who I know I saw celebrate when he was wearing that guarded gold. Would have well, done something similar if they beat Miami for the first time in three years.
2: No. You wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't.
0: Have, you wouldn't have danced or something, or hit him with the Heisman pose. I, I handed the ball to the
2: referee. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. If you want to see the video, I can show you the video, but that's what happened. We, video.
3: We, we know you
2: didn't celebrate that much, but that was in the early 90s. I do know Somersault and all that kind of camera, man. Just running the end zone, be glad about it, and hand the referee and celebrate with your teammates. That looks more like what's supposed what's supposed to happen. Well, mean- he
0: celebrated afterwards with his teammates. He just had to get that one moment in. Let's, let's shout
3: out Baltimore for uh playing the whistle
0: oh that was cool the whistle Michael A. Williams the
3: yeah Omar's coming
0: yeah that was cool that was I'll very cool
3: go out of the limb and say Charlie probably never watched the wire
2: no no that has not happened. I missed that one I, 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 <laughs> I remember seeing it but I I didn't I didn't watch it
0: yeah Well, listen, today's show, we're going to go through the ACC and review some things, games and whatnot. But I do want to ask the question, like, yo, what happened? Like, there's a lot of yo, what happened moments this past week as we get into this Believe in ACC recap. Um, There were some strange moments. Like, so our predictions, for those who like to keep up with this sort of thing, um, did not go well this week. (laughs) To say the least,
3: I'm, I'm um, gratefully wrong that I picked UCF to win that game on Friday night at, at Cardinal Stadium.
0: Well, we were close on that one. We, we took, I mean, we were only one play away. Um, but Charlie went six and five. Kid, uh, you went four and seven, and I went three and eight. And then I have the total of our overall, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, it wasn't a good week for us all, but. It was a weird week period. Then that UCF Louisville game. that First of all, just on a pure, as a pure game, it was a fantastic game. Like, if you're a fan of college football, that's a fantastic game to watch. Somebody
3: that was know. amazing. And just, you know, I, was, I, was, I was there. Yeah. And the crowd, I mean, Cardinal Stadium was not sold out. But it
0: didn't, yeah, I was going to say, it didn't look like it was sold out.
3: It uh, wasn't even close to sold out. But... Yeah. It's a Friday night high school football. High school football is actually big in this area, and you know they're coming off a bad loss to Ole Miss and a a bad win. If there is a bad win, yeah, no, that's an actual So you know, yeah. there's not the crowd's not gonna be there. But that game, and as as a person who was there when UCF scored on their second or third play of the game, I'm like, okay. This is gonna be bad, but Louisville showed up. They showed up, and uh, Malik Cunningham showed up, and then for the person that makes the game-winning play, Mister Alderman, that was the only play he played in in the game. He's a true freshman, Jarrell Jarrell Alderman.
2: He's from um. He's from Georgia,
3: and he and. Thanks to NIL, he has a T-shirt. Mister Picks, <laughs> he that that was the only play he played in in that game, and technically he was out of position when he made the interception. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic.
3: Has a pick six to win the game. I yeah. mean, I mean, it was the most. It was the most incredible game. One of the most incredible games I've ever been to. The fans that were at Cardinal Stadium on Friday night were electric, and it was it was an amazing atmosphere. It was, it was one of the most crazy games I've ever been to.
0: Well, listen, Dylan Gabriel uh, went twenty-two or twenty-nine for one hundred and eighty-four yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he did have obviously the obvious pick at the end. Credit uh, and- up to
3: him though, because he. You know, he- the last play, he you know he broke his clavicle on. I'm yeah, gonna, that was crazy. On last man. play, literally on the last play. That's probably not gonna win the game. You hate to see that for him. Yeah. But the last time I seen Carton Stadium that raucous was when uh, the the certain guy who did a somersault in the end zone put up sixty three on a person below me. On the mob. Right.
0: <laughs> which is coming up this week. That game is coming up this week. We'll get to that here in a minute Thank as well. Um, yeah, Malik Cunningham, 23 of 38, 265 yards rushing, ninety I mean, 99 yards rushing, 265 yards passing. A really, really good game. But the big thing, I think the big story coming out of that game for me was he had help, like uh, actual help in this game. Uh, Jalen Mitchell played great. Uh, he had 74 yards, uh, had a touchdown. Uh, nobody, I'm not sure anybody showed up more than Mars Ford did. Uh, Marshawn. The yeah. Is it Mars or Marshawn? Marshawn. Marshawn. Okay, Marshawn Ford. Uh, eight, re- eight receptions, 100 yards and a touchdown. And uh, I think Cooley had a touchdown as well, right?
3: Yeah, he, he was the one on the um on the double pass.
0: Yeah. So a young team kind of started playing up to their potential. And that that that's a that's a good sign for Louisville going forward. But great win, great win. I think it's the kind of win that looks better as the season goes on, as well. Because well, I was going to say because Central Florida is going to be playing better and better. But now with Dylan being out, I don't know. It, it's you know, I'm they sure got, he's going to be out. They
2: got Joey Gateway though. Yeah, they got Joey Gatewood, the kind the uh,
3: transfer. The transfer that left Kentucky because he was gonna be the backup and went to Central Florida to be the backup. He goes, so he's the starter. And so we'll see. Are they moving him
0: to the starting position?
3: Yeah, he's the backup. And, of course.
0: I thought Ryan O'Keefe was the backup.
3: Joey Gatewood Joy Gatewood took snaps in that game. So I would I'm I'm assuming I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming Okay. Means he, he took snap he played took a few snaps in that Louisville game that he's probably going to be the back. He's probably going to be the starter coming in tonight. Okay.
0: Well, they, listen, they, they're they going to do it by trans- committee.
3: Huh? And he's he's the Auburn transfer, Auburn slash UK slash Yeah. <laughs> slash,
0: slash, right. Got his chance. Well, he's going is that – now, you're talking like you know him.
2: Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I just know of him. He's from Florida. Oh, okay. All right. In this, not in this area, but in the Jacksonville area. I saw him in some of the quarterback camps at Florida gotcha. State. He was in high school. But, I mean, he's a big kid. actually saw him play at a team camp. I took my team to Bowser State, and his team was there. He wasn't bad. I mean, he was big, strong, physical. He run it.
3: He's a big cat. Huh? He's a big cat.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I guess it's tough, you know, when when you've been one place and you don't win the starting job and then you move out to somewhere else and you get beat out again and then you move somewhere else and you're still, you know, second place. And now you get an opportunity to play, so... He can't say he didn't have a chance now, if unless they give him, unless they give it somebody else. But at least he'll have a chance to prove himself, and hopefully he takes advantage of it and doesn't look back. Maybe this may be his opportunity, like uh, Dylan Gabriel. You know, yeah. When um, McKenzie got hurt.
0: Well, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens uh, as the week unfolds. Uh, The the next game, which we – Charlie actually got this one right. Charlie got this one right. He picked West Virginia on this one. Um, We went with the loyalty of the conference, and that failed us. Uh, West Virginia wins 27-21. West Virginia is a type of team, man. They have talent, and – historically they don't always put it together, but boy, when it comes together, they're tough to beat. They're tough to beat. And that's what Virginia tech, I think quickly found out that, you know, there is talent on that, uh, West Virginia Mountaineer team. So, uh, some really impressive, uh, play by the Mountaineers. Uh, I can't ever pronounce the quarterback's last name. Doge. Is it Doge? Doge. Sure. Yeah, I feel okay. like the
3: Hokies tried to get. They tried to make us right, though, Lloyd.
0: Yeah, they, they tried. I mean, Burmice. They, they, they didn't
3: try early to make us right because they got down bad early. Right. But they did. They did. They did make a furious comeback to make it respectable. But.
2: But they I mean, had a chance.
3: They, at, they, they, at the end of the game, they had a chance. Right. Yeah, they,
0: they came down to, I think, a goal line stand, right? At the end? Yeah, yeah.
3: they're trying to make yeah. us right. They're trying to make us right. Well,
0: they know how valuable this show is to the, the ecosystem <laughs> of ACC. And so I appreciate them for that. I do. I do. Shout I do. out to, to Blacksburg. Shout out to, to, to our the Blackshear for at least trying and Burmeister. You know, those guys, they, <laughs> they did okay. Uh, but nonetheless, we came up short in our prediction. And they tried much harder than Miami did. Miami did I was. I get
3: that one right because I th- I feel like I thought Michigan State was going to win that
0: game. You did think that, but you picked Miami.
3: Damn
0: it! I know that's <laughs> what I said. We because here's what's funny: we both said you have to beat Michigan State; they're not going to make mistakes, and then we both picked Miami. We all picked Miami because we like DJ. The problem is, we like DJ. We
3: like. We, we like we like dj as a certain person on this show is the only person on earth that's called him that
0: right um, right we've got to call him on the dj live land too
3: internet but dj didn't play that well and he got hurt
0: well he, he he didn't play well but the problem is they're asking too much of him like 59 throws that's a lot of throws That's a lot of passes. 59
3: throws is a lot. That's a lot of passes. And, yeah, he got
0: 388 yards, so that's good. But, come on, nobody should be throwing the ball 59 times in college football. You're right. Yeah,
2: that's a
3: lot. I think we're to a point where our our Florida, Florida brethren, it's not the same anymore. Miami and Florida State.
2: I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know.
3: I mean, Florida made a great show against Alabama, which was great to see, but the other two powerhouses in the in the state, Charlie.
0: It's weird too. <laughs> like it's weird having college sports and Florida, like, cause when we were growing up, now we're that we're that guy, we're those guys now. When we were growing up, you could count on florida football you could count on miami football you could count on florida state football those were no matter what else happened in the rest of the nation you could count on those three things being fantastic every year and you could count on september featuring those games right so all of that is now gone and it's like i don't know man miami miami just can't seem and they have talent like Charlie says all the time, they have the talent, but for some reason, whatever's happening on the practice field is not so coming over. It's yeah. not coming into the games. I don't know why. And that's saying and, and that's saying a lot considering uh one of the receivers had like 156 yards. I remember which one was it? It was uh Rambo. Yeah, transfer from
2: Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he, he. So it's not like they're not catching the ball. They're catching the ball. They're doing the right thing. It but just, it just as a whole, it's not coming together.
2: They have five, uh, five turnovers, I think. I mean, that will kill it every time. That, 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 <laughs> so that'll kill it every time. I mean, you can you can move the ball, but if you got if you turn the ball over against a good quality team, it's hard. It's going to be hard to beat. Yeah going to be hard to beat, but giving them extra possessions. And I know, you know, Miami, they're in the same boat as Florida State. You know, they have talent. Yeah. But if you turn the ball over on offense and then defensively, if you're getting stops periodically, um, but your offense may be going three and out and you're back on the field after three plays, Yeah. at some point it's going to be tough. And so, you know, because of what you have, you still have to play as a unit. Um, and then when the defense needs to get over the field, they allow the offense to drive the ball, you know, down, down and, and get points or whatever. So it's just, you know, they're either team not putting good possessions back to back um, to be competitive right now. And then they turn the ball over on top of that, which is a you know, double negative.
3: Which brings me to my question, and, Lord, I don't mean to step on you. But which brings me to my question, you've got two coaches at Miami and Florida State. When I've been listening to podcasts that fans aren't happy, and Florida State's financially strapped. They're pretty much stuck with Norville. But but what do you do? I mean, you're paying Willie Taggart a ton of money still. You got Norvell there who's 0-3, and then you got Miami's coach who's been not Miami standard. What do you do in the state of Florida, Charlie Board? Great question. I,
2: I'm I'm still I'm still a big believer that there has to be some form of stability. I mean, people keep buying people out. I understand the whole philosophy, but when you start doing that number, yes, you may have a lot of money. But when it's all said and done, you gotta have some stability somewhere. And so you keep just because people aren't winning on the scoreboard doesn't mean that there's not progress. And so that's the thing that frustrates me the most is everybody wants everybody else's job when things aren't going well. Right. And and, and then we keep we keep finding ways to get somebody else in there and they're not even thinking about the entirety of the program. Like if someone else comes in, now they got another voice. The kids got to go through a whole new philosophy change. And we, we've had since, since, uh, since uh, Jimbo left, I mean, we've had about four coordinators, coordinators and defense coordinators. And so when we start talking about all these what the record is and all that. At some point, there has to be some form of stability within the building in order for progress to be made. And it's the same with Miami. Uh, I don't know when, you know, Coach Rick has success. You know, one year, I think it was, 10 wins. And mm. then, you know, he got let go or he left or whatever the case may be, retired. And now they brought in, you know, Coach Diaz, who was there. And now people are unhappy with him. And I just, it's like a carousel. And that's when we start talking about losing programs, organizations, that's what happened. You start start losing, and then you continue to add to the losing by cutting people off and starting all over again. And I hope USC doesn't go through it uh, because, you know, they're going to throw boatloads of money at somebody. Right does that mean does that equate to winning like just because you bring in someone who may have won somewhere else it doesn't necessarily equate to wins right off the bat and so at some point you have to give people time and if they have a good program and progress i think that's the thing a lot of people they they're never there i mean they're not at the, they're not in the building And when you start talking from the outside, you start looking at what, you start looking at the movie. Like people show up and they watch the movie and they say, well, that's not a good movie. Well, the people who put the time in the engine, they think it's a good movie. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, we sit and we come to the games and we see what happens and then we, we, we make our assumptions. But I mean, the people that I talk to around there they see progress, and it's just a matter of guys physically doing what they're supposed to do, what they're capable of doing, and it's a mentality. I mean, when you, when you look at all these these games, not just the teams that win, they just have a mentality. I mean, Alabama, they probably could have lost this past weekend. Very much so. Just, just their mentality. It's not going to allow them to allow penalties or mistakes to, you know, get them to a point where they can't function. And it feels one-
3: like nobody has patience anymore because it feels like. I, I'm, granted that I'm a fan of Willie Taggart, so I'm, I'll give I'll give you that. But it feels like they gave up on Willie too soon. I also feel like that in, even going to the NFL with the Jets, I feel like they gave up on Sam Darnold too soon. It's like. Nobody has
0: patience anymore. Well, what's ironic about what you just said about Sam Darnold is that they gave up on Sam Darnold and then drafted a lesser Sam Darnold. Right. And, and the game, you know, yesterday reflected that. Like he, he doesn't know anything. So you basically just started hit a reset button for no reason. Like it, it it doesn't make sense. But I will throw this out because it's out there and everybody's gonna talk about it anyway. The guy in Mississippi seems to be doing quite well with with building the program, and he knows the culture of the of the Florida State uh, history and program. Who? I said there's a guy. There is a guy in Mississippi that's doing quite well, and he knows the culture of the Florida State program.
3: Come
0: on, what's that? Oh no, I'm talking about one Deion Sanders.
3: Oh, oh yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, and, him, and don't think for one second guy,
0: that that that's not
2: happening all over. Guy,
3: there's also yeah. a guy. There's like also a guy eighty miles down the road from me who knows the culture of Florida State's program. Who is that? Mark
2: Stoops. Are you Mark Stoops. Here.
0: Although I don't know if that's an upgrade, but I don't <laughs> but, know if either one knows an upgrade. I'm being honest. I don't.
3: Need, I don't know either one either, but I'm that, just saying. That, 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 let me say those it again. Are the, oh, those are the names. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Those are the names. Yeah. That are out those
0: there. are names that are out there. Let but me say I, it
3: again. I, at this point, because you know, because you, because Florida State paid paid so much for Willie, because they had to pay basically three buyouts to get Willie, right. And then a, basically a fourth to to fire him. So now you have Mike Norvell. I I kind of feel like you're kind of stuck at this point, Charlie. You can probably speak on it better than I can. But if it's like Florida State, I mean, this—I mean, it's Mike Norvell a bust right
2: now. I—I I keep saying, uh, I keep saying it. At some point, you gotta give somebody a chance and support them. And we keep looking at the now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's been there for—let's not even count last year. I mean, last year was basically a wash for a first-year coach because of COVID and all the things that were that went missing. And so and then we start going oh three the first two games of course as I mentioned we lost by six points um, we could be two and one I mean we could easily be two and one and what would we say now I'm just a big believer that we're always a prisoner of the moment and everybody's watching what's going on now and making their assumption I believe that we could easily get on a roll here and we could be one of the hottest teams down the stretch. And people like, oh, y'all lost three in a row? That's happened before as well. Will it happen? I don't know. No one knows. But it could. But, but you know what, Charlie?
0: Speaking from a fan perspective and also even from a media perspective, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Uh, and I agree on one level that you have to have a program of stability. But what you saw, and we're going on into the Florida State game now, Wake Forest, since we're already there anyway. <laughs> um, there, to me, it feels also like there seems to be a disconnect of belief there as well. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the game going, okay, where is that Florida State thing? You know what I mean? Like the the right. greater Florida State thing teams, like you played on, that sure. Jameis played on. They like I remember Jameis and Teddy battling out at Papa John Stadium, and and Louisville goes up. But there was that Florida State belief thing in the building, and I was Jameis.
3: Game and we were at like that.
0: Whole, we were standing next to each other that was, game. Louisville yeah. was
3: up big at halftime. Yeah, and there was Jameis Winston. And there was Dalvin Cook. And yeah. I, I remember being in the press box at halftime, and I'm like, they're about to carve Louisville up in the second half, and that happened. Now, you don't feel that with Florida State.
0: You don't feel that. And that's the thing I think that's missing. And you wonder, is that because, and again, you could definitely speak to him, especially since you've spent time with him. Does Mike have that part? Because... I don't see the players bringing that to the game.
2: I'm telling you, I don't know. I am. I'll tell you once again, (laughs) I keep saying it. When you have a winning culture, which at that time when Florida said, when we were great, there was a Mm. mindset, people will come into our building or we will go somewhere. We would basically have an upper hand because of the fear factor. Right. All right that was that was during that time very similar to what alabama you know what they're what they're going to bring each and every game you know it's going to be a tough game regardless if you're coming into the building coming to their building or they coming into your building so there's just games where you know what they're going to bring each and every that's a winning culture when teams already know mm-hmm. but when you have what we have meaning when you have a losing culture is it is the same thought process people People are looking at the past. This is a different group. It all started when Jimbo left. That team, when he left, it was seven and six. They ended up being seven and six, I do believe. And since that time, we've had multiple coaches come in, different voices, and recruiting, all those things started to wane. And so people think it's a magic wand just because it's Florida State. It's not a magic wand. The program started declining that, that year that Jimbo left and he left them high and dry. And so the mentality of not just the players there, but the mentality of the people coming into the building or whoever they're playing, there's not that fear factor anymore. And so I've, been, I've coached teams very similar and it's so frustrating because you practice and you know what you want to do it, uh, during the week, have good practices, or you do all the things you need to do to prepare for the game, and then the game comes, one thing happens, adversity hits, then the next thing you know, you, you start, there's a snowball effect. And then every little mistake is magnified when you're in this type of funk. And we've all been in some type of funk where things, just, things don't seem to go according to plan, and then right. you're like, well, it's just not going to happen for me. And that's just the mentality of someone like that. And so that's. Is, what-
0: winning, is winning the only elixir to this?
2: Yes. I mean, wow. what you want to win playing the right way. But at this point, a win in any juncture is, is, yeah. is what happened. Even if, even if you find a way to win a game, because as I said, and I tell my players when we win, I was like, we need to get better. But winning is hard. I mean, I've been where we've lost games and didn't have chances. And we would go four games or five games before we won a game and then seem like we were going to win a game. And so it's just that belief that you have to keep pushing into the players and the players have to keep believing that every single time you step on the field, you have an opportunity to win the game. But you have to learn how to fight through adversity. And then when it comes down to it, guys got to make plays. And I would also say, when you're struggling, the referees, when they make questionable calls, those are magnified too, because it seems like, when you make a good play, you get a penalty that could have been questionable. And then the next thing you know, it's like, here we go again. Nothing can go right for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole recycling mentality of, here we go again, I know we need to get through this, but here we go again. And so I just think, you know, at some point they'll put it together, uh, hopefully this weekend, uh, but they'll definitely put it together. But the biggest key is them just being able to fight through this whole losing mindset because it it, it took a down effect uh, because you have good plays and then you put negative plays together and you seem like you just can't get it synced up, and so hopefully they'll put it together this weekend and and go from there.
0: I want to ask this question because Kendrick got all this started. This is all his fault. Um, (laughs) How much would picking and selecting a starting quarterback and just saying, that's our guy till game 12, that's it, we're done. How much of that would help to shift because now there is no you're not preparing for two different guys every week because i i would imagine
3: that, i think that's the most overrated coach speak because at the end of the day that's just coach speak oh we're making them prepare for two guys no you just don't know who your quarterback is yeah i, I can agree
2: with some of that um yeah. for the most part um because some like some of the. Uh, I was listening to someone that said they have two quarterbacks and they both played well or something. But I just, I'm a big believer that, yes, you need one guy. And when you have that one guy, you need to build an offense around him. Um, and you know, like last week they started McKenzie Milton and then the second series, they bring Travis George, Travis in. Yeah. So you know, right. I don't know if it was three and out, but I think he had some success, and then they kept him in there because he kept yeah. having success. And then at some point, <laughs> he gave out. And then had, I mean, he got injured, and then they brought McKenzie back in, and he played decent. I mean, I mean, even though the first pass was an interception, uh, but he played decent after. You know, he got got his feet wet a little bit. So I just think it would be very helpful to pick a starting quarterback and build around that guy. And to me, the best way to do, the best person to do that would be McKenzie uh, because of his his passing game uh, savvy. He understands where he wants to go to football. He gets the ball out of his hands and um, he doesn't move as well as Jordan Travis, uh, but which Travis makes plays, you know, out of the pocket really, really well. Uh, but is that sustainable? Uh, you know, when you start talking about consistency and so I would go with, you know, McKenzie and cause we have a very good stable of running backs uh, that you can actually run your run game through and then allow McKenzie to be a passer, you know, cause that's his strength um, and, and allow him to drop back and make, make the throws that he can make. And, um, he moves around well enough and then on occasions put Jordan in to do what he does um, you know, in, in specific situations. Uh, and that way, I think the guys, are, you know, we'll start to see some consistency. Uh, but right now, I don't think they really know.
0: Um, I, I don't think they do either, Charlie. And what's really makes it to me very, very interesting, you look at the stats. Uh, you look at the stats and then you look at the game. The stats say – McKenzie Milton, 11 for 16, 119, 119 yards, two interceptions. Jordan Travis, five of six, 107 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. You look at the stats and say, well, it seems like Jordan Travis is better. But when you look at the game, I don't think that's true. I think Jordan, it, a lot of times, is unsure about what to do with the ball. I think he's, he's holding it way too long. At times, and I think that's one of the reasons why he is uh, he's getting sacked, he got sacked quite a bit in that game. Um, I I just there's good and bad in both of them, and then you can if you want to say okay, but McKenzie fumbled the ball twice, I fair, that's very fair. But I, if you're just saying simplify the game, run the ball with these dynamic running backs, and then just have McKenzie. Who, what quarterback can give you simple, effective passing? I have to agree with you. It's got to be. It's got to be Mackenzie Milton. But I'm wondering what is it about him that, that that they just won't settle down and say he's our guy.
2: Yeah, I, I, like I said, I I think they see both of them as special in their own way, and they want to get the most out of that. And. I'd be interested to see if they continue continuing this 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 uh, this way or they just say we're gonna go with one guy yeah and the other guy you know you be prepared and ready um so i'll be interested to see how they how they uh make make this adjustment to that position alone um because I, I think that's one of the the, the issues going on right now yeah. from an office standpoint you know, just the consistency. And then it's a hit or miss deal. Like you, you get good from both of them. you know? yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's a hit or miss. And yeah. I don't know if having one out there the whole time you know, pr- provides some consistency or, or what. But I just know for me sitting there watching it, it's very frustrating when you don't get the things that you need from both of them or one of them to where you feel comfortable to keep them out there the whole time.
3: Yeah. So what are they going to do? Cause you know, Scott Satterfield took a subtle shot at uh, Purdy because Purdy's the third string quarterback at Florida state when he had at least been the backup at U of L and he kind of took a subtle shot at him today. And so really? Said, what do we, what, what is, but
2: it's, I mean, that is quote? that is called,
3: what is what they do? I mean, it's called tampering.
2: Huh? I said, that's called tampering.
3: It's not tampering when he already left the program. (laughs) Right. 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 What what, what was the
0: shot? Do you remember the shot What he said? I
3: mean, it was very subtle, but he basically said, you know, you're sitting on the bench, third string in Florida State. So Wow. And and he is. He's third string. There,
2: but there we go again.
3: It goes back to what we've talked about on all summer about guys not willing to, to compete.
0: Go be, compete, yeah.
3: So at the end of the day, he left Louisville. I mean, basically, Florida State's sitting there with two quarterbacks and started at Louisville. And so Louisville's coming to Tallahassee on Saturday. And so it's it, – this, this, this is the
2: thing that, that I, I, I try to preach. I mean, no one knows. No one knows. I mean, if he was at Louisville, he, he may be the second-string quarterback. But who's the second-string quarterback there now?
3: Evan Conley, who's played. He got in. He got in the game. He's gotten in. The, he's gotten plenty. Of, he's
2: gotten plenty of time. Every he's played a lot. I, I, I totally understand where he's coming from, but if this is my thing. Yes, like I tell my guys, where you are today doesn't necessarily mean you'll be there next year. And so next year he could be the starter because McKenzie and Travis may be gone in some form or fashion. And so now. If he leaves or he wherever, he could be second string. He could potentially be, yes, the starter at Louisville next year if, you know, when uh, Malik leaves. But who's to say he wouldn't be the starter next year for the State? He, yes, he's third string now, but two guys in front of him are very similar to my situation. There's two guys in front of me, and I was two years behind them, but they were both seniors at the time. And so now he may have an opportunity to have an upper hand, you know. He's just a freshman.
3: Purdy? Purdy's like a junior now,
2: isn't
3: he? No. You know, they, they gave like people he's heat. not a freshman.
2: He just got there two years ago.
3: Which means he's not a freshman.
2: He's a redshirt,
3: red shirt. Red shirt <laughs> he's a but red shirt freshman. Regardless. But regardless, the thing—the yeah. thing that stands out to me about all of that is not about recruiting. It's not about the quarterbacks. It's about that. Think about it. As growing up, me and you, Lloyd, can re, can relate to this. And Charlie, you were in it, so you can't relate as mm-hmm. much. This is the Louisville, the, the University of Louisville coach talk. Uh, talking about a Florida State.
0: Yeah, it's crazy
3: quarterback that's not playing, and and. The week of the game. I mean, um, how, that what would have never then the saying, What is the state of the Florida State program? This is a yeah. program that I, I yeah. grew up rooting for. I'm, I'm just admitting. It. I've got the Florida State helmet right there. I grew up rooting for Florida State. Yeah. And like now, look at the program where it is now, and I see how much financials, how, my, how, how they're financially strapped with all the money they owe Willie Taggart and. The University of Oregon and the University of South Florida, because they gave up too quickly on Willie Taggart. Just to be honest, and so well, what do you do? I mean, I, I, what does that say about the program now that Florida State is in the in a position now, that where Louisville's coach is like, why are you going to Florida State?
0: Yeah, there would there would have been no shots taken like that years ago. Just just a few years ago, I that you think- would have never taken that shot.
2: They, they were not, not last year because they were they were trying to get rid of Satterfield too. But Louisville blew out
3: Florida
2: State last year. I understand. <laughs> that, I'm saying they were trying to get rid of him, or he was trying to leave. Well, they
3: were trying to get rid of him last week until
0: they beat UCF. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> listen, listen, he's not. He has not saved himself yet. Like he's he saved himself last week. Let's see how this works out.
3: I mean, you know, I'm a, I, and honestly, I, I, honest with you, just being me, being personal, I was like, I, I don't, I think the the vitriol towards Satterfield is an overreaction and it's kind of BS. But it's still at the end of the day, why are we at a it's, it's, in the big picture? Why are we at a point to where Louisville can look at Florida State and talk talk trash to Florida State? and yeah. it's legit? And it's, it's legit now. And regardless of the quarterback situation, it's legit. Louisville can talk trash to Florida State. Why are we at this point?
2: Well, I love it. Because no one. <laughs> uh, because you no, love it. No one, no one is giving us a chance to do anything. I just, I just love it.
3: <laughs> but this time you're 0-3. Charlie <laughs> likes playing
2: the
0: underdog football role. Football <laughs>
3: yeah. I
0: love it. Charlie loves playing the underdog role. I like it. Listen, I, let's know, jump I know
3: where he's going. That's why, yeah. That's why I'm messing with him because I love him. Let's the jump into a couple more. Of... The is better than the football program right
0: now. Oh, my goodness. That's actually true, though. That's actually true. Way more stable, though, to Charlie's point. Way more stable, and they built the right culture. Correct. Um, Let's jump into a couple other things real quick.
3: Yeah, we
0: Yeah, yeah. The Western Michigan game was way better than I thought it was going to be. Way better than I was going to be. I didn't see that win coming for Western Michigan, uh, but they 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 jumped out uh, early and held on for dear life and did just enough in that fourth quarter to uh, uh, to hold on. I mean. It's you
3: know, a, it's a. It, I mean, it's a. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a black eye. Black eye on the ACC. I mean, this is another bad weekend for the ACC. That
0: was a bad loss. That I mean, was a bad Pitt's loss.
3: Coming off a big win on the road at SEC power Tennessee, then come home not- and lose. I mean, I mean, I mean, no knock on Western <laughs> Michigan. Come on, they supposed to win that game.
0: A little bit, but have no fear, Syracuse is here. Yeah. Syracuse with a <laughs> dominant performance and a dare I say program defining performance against Albany.
3: <laughs> Congrats!
2: That's
0: all we're gonna say about that. All
3: Isn't Albany, fine, like, fine on nah. <laughs> Isn't Albany on, like on the other side of the county line. Is nah. <laughs> it Albany on like on the other side of the county line? I have
2: no <laughs> idea where Albany is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's right across the street.
1: okay
0: Okay. now the game that probably concerns us the most as ac as overall acc is this one clemson squeaking by and i mean squeaking by uh georgia tech and let me just tell you i think this is who they are now you can you can argue one of two ways you can say wow Clemson's going to win by their defense this year because they're holding teams, good teams, to low scores. Okay, that that might be true. But then you have to look at the other side of the ball and say, they can't move the ball.
3: That gives the rest of the ACC a whole ton of confidence. It gives the Louisville's of the world whose defense is playing better and whose offense, I mean, say what you want to say, Louisville's offense has played pretty well. Throughout uh, these first three games, it right. gives a team like them confidence. It gives the rest, the whole rest of the ACC. It gives North Carolina confidence if they run into North, uh, to Clemson. Don't
0: do that. Don't do that.
3: I know. I, 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 don't, I, know don't do I that. said that. Just, just,
1: <laughs> don't do that.
3: But, but, but North Carolina has enough offense to where they're going to score more than 14 points. And so it gives. I feel like it gives the rest of the ACC confidence.
0: No question about it.
2: No question about it. Charlie, what are your thoughts of course on... It's
3: not, it's not great nationally.
2: No, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. The biggest issue that Clemson is having on offense is I don't think they have an offensive line to hold up. And that's really the biggest issue. Whenever you don't have an offensive line, they can hold up. I think sure. they put some young guys. I know one of the... Guys, as a true freshman, or that was playing, he's playing guard, and it's hard when you can't hold up on the offensive line, regardless of what kind of talent you have on the outside. And you know, it's teams can take that away. So, uh, until they figure that part out, they're, they're going to struggle uh, from an offensive standpoint, uh, but they'll probably. Still, beat teams as I've talked about. They'll beat teams because of the culture. I mean, that's essentially what's happening. I mean, they have a very good defense, but the culture is what what gets you wins. Like, you know, they're not going to allow another team to just come into their house, even though they can't score like they want to. Or the defense Mm -hmm. is like, well, you're not going to score. So, It's just that whole mentality, and that's what winning culture does. Um, And so they'll find a way to win games, but I do believe at some point somebody's going to, you know, come to come to bite them and match them as far as, you know, find a way to exploit what they do on defense, and uh, score some points and put some pressure on their offense to make plays, and it'll be interesting. I feel
3: like a high-powered offense is going to give Clemson problems. They haven't played a high-powered offense.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you
0: something. The next four out of the next six games are on the road, at NC State, at Syracuse, which I'm—I'm—I don't know what Syracuse is now. We, they maybe have figured it out. We'll see. That's a but, Come on. Uh, but at Pitt, at and then at Louisville, and I'm telling you, I—we'll see.
3: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, that,
0: that's where we are. I think we'll see. And we'll see.
3: I mean, at Pitt with Pitt's defense. That's not going to be a game that you're going to actually want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and got, it's going to be like weather helmets.
0: <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that the North Carolina State game is going to be a lot tougher than they think. I, it I, is. I'm with you on
1: that one.
3: Yeah, I,
0: it, it's it's not a walk in the park this year for for Clemson. Uh, which, by the way, I agree with you. It also it's going to make it interesting when it comes down to. Uh, any national implications for the conference as well? So, uh Duke beat Northwestern.
2: That
3: was a good
0: uh, win. huh? So that was a great win for Duke. That was a good win for them. Why did they, they needed they
2: that win? Won? Huh?
3: Asking Charlie why? Why did why why did Duke beat Northwestern? Because
2: they were playing at home. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying man maybe Durant Durant um, yeah. the rent went off
3: did the go off um i got
2: something playing right somewhere
0: hold on, on <laughs> i had something playing somewhere i don't know what was going on just now
2: that was duke putting it in your face
0: <laughs> duke like duke was like we'll tell you exactly why we won Check this out, buddy. Like, wait, I don't want to hear from you. Um, no, Duke. Um, they what? what was it What was the thing in that game? They came out on fire. They, I mean, they look. But they mean, put up twenty four. They have
3: the best. They still have arguably the best running back in the conference.
0: Well, listen, they might. have – Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. They put up twenty seven straight points, and then from there, they just held on. They just held on. The
3: W's a W, Uh, right, Charles? Yeah,
0: W's a W. Listen, Durant, 102 yards, had a touchdown.
2: Just hold on. Love a win right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, Who else we got? We got uh, North Carolina dominated Virginia.
3: Did I pick that game?
0: Uh, Let's see. They score. It feels 50.
3: like you
0: could. you did. You that mean, was the one that you got.
3: No. It feels like you probably got it wrong No, got
0: I got it. I got that one wrong. You and Charlie got that one right. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of
3: that. I mean, they put up 59 points, man.
0: I don't care.
3: I mean, so <laughs> Virginia. You it's still it's, gonna it. pick against them on Saturday. Probably <laughs>
0: Probably. Probably. I'm not I'm with
3: you tar heels.
0: Well you stand I'll alone.
3: you, Tar
0: Hills. You stand alone <laughs> on that mountain. Uh the final game of the week, North Carolina State uh dominated Furman. Um no surprise there, but it does make them two and one as they head to uh an interesting game with Clemson. So let's jump right into that. To our prediction
2: they
0: playing at Clemson. Um. Well, let me put up our, our banner first as we make our uh, picks. Uh, the overall records: Charlie, you're twenty two and ten. Kendrick, you're nineteen and thirteen, and I'm twenty one and twelve. So, we're, if you if you're betting with us, you're still making money at BetOnline.ag. But <laughs> no, listen. I don't know. Don't don't trust my North Carolina pick just yet. Uh. So, Clemson, North Carolina State, the game is at North Carolina State.
3: Who are you guys going with? Oh, I'm going to let Heisman go first.
2: I think I'm going to go with North Carolina State. Uh, they play Ooh. much better at home. Uh, and I think from an offensive standpoint, they'll find a way to put points on the board at home. And I do believe Clemson, I mean, NC State's defense plays much better. As well at home, um, so I think this will be a close game uh, because of Clemson's defense. Because uh, defense travels, uh, mm-hmm. but I do believe North Carolina State, unless you know, unless something happens like during the game where the quarterback gets hurt or something, um, I do believe they'll win
3: this game.
0: It's For- Clemson minus ten right now.
3: I'm going to go with the Tigers. I'm going to go with Clemson. Okay. Just basically on the sake of the ACC, we need some representation. We need some representation if we get to that final four. Clemson loses this game. It's a wrap. And so just just based on that, we need Clemson to win this game.
0: You're counting on Clemson to get to the uh, final four?
3: Well, Ohio State gave them a gift by losing to Oregon. They did. They did. And, and Notre Dame's going to lose at some point. Okay. And so I, I, Clemson's Clemson's the conference's hope, and so that's why I put. I'm I'm saying I'm picking Clemson. Yeah. Even though I don't know about this game, I kind of feel like NC State might I, get them, but I'm going to pick Clemson.
0: I'm going to say all hope is lost. <laughs> I think NC State is going to win too. I I've been vacillating with that game the last couple of days, and I just think Clemson's in trouble, man. And I don't think you, they're going to figure it out in a week.
3: That old line. They're not going to figure out that. They're not line. going to
0: figure it out in a week. It's going to the take some time.
3: Because I feel like
0: do DJ say his name Uyagalele. He's Uyaga a
3: quarterback. <laughs>
0: I hear you. I hear you. I'm I'm going with NC State. I'm going. I'm going to ride with you, Charlie, on that one. Uh, oh, I skipped the Friday game. I apologize. Wake Forest and Virginia is the mm. Friday game. I'm There's two be- Friday games actually.
2: First, uh, Virginia's defense gave up 59 points.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty telling. Yeah,
3: that's that. Uh, yeah, that's that's discerning. That's,
0: that's pretty telling.
3: I'm going the deeps. But so the offense
2: is not bad, but Wake Forest's defense is, is pretty good as well.
0: Yeah. I think we're all going Wake Forest on that one. What about uh, yeah. the, other, the other Friday game, Liberty and Syracuse?
2: I'm going with Liberty.
3: I'm going with Liberty, too.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Liberty is the favorite by six. Yeah. I mean, they're probably the better team. Right. I, Believe, I mean, uh, the, the Willis kids
3: should be going after Liberty. <laughs> in the
2: conference so we're not going to trust in 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 coach babers yeah they're, they're they may try to keep it close but <laughs> you said yeah
0: <laughs> you said yeah they picked against them to keep it said, close
3: he, he's keep, he, he favors them to keep them close. You trust
0: them to keep it close, and that's as good <laughs> as, if, as it's going if, to get. If,
3: if Liberty was in the ACC, they'd probably be the second or third best place team in the
0: league. Yeah, I'm no fool. I'm going Liberty.
2: Malik Willis, uh, whatever his name is, the quarterback is electric.
0: Yeah, I'm no <laughs> fool. I'm going Liberty. Uh, what about Richmond and Virginia Tech, an angry Virginia Tech team? I'm
2: going with Virginia Tech.
3: Next one.
0: Okay, <laughs> that was that was pretty simple. Uh, what about Missouri, Boston College?
3: I'm going with BC.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with BC too. They play yeah.
3: It, right. Yeah, Missouri's defense is suspect. I think, and and BC has good defense. They're, I mean, good offense. They're at home. I go with BC. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it's a, it's it's the Missouri's favorite by two.
3: That's just because they're SEC team.
0: Okay, all right. Are they a real SEC team?
3: Yeah, but I mean, they What's barely the beat Kentucky. What's they're a really
0: real people. SEC team? Does Missouri strike fear SEC fear in your heart? I
3: uh, mean, I let I mean, be honest. I, I mean, let's no be The only SEC teams that really strike fear in your heart—it's like four teams. It's <laughs> like it's it's Alabama. And Florida and Georgia. Okay, it's three teams. Who's other? one? <laughs>
2: so, he said there's no
0: other one. He thought, he thought there was four and he thought about it. He but, but, like, that you
3: know, but, you know, the national pers- national perspective is the SEC is the greatest conference on in the history of the earth. Miss is a power. Ole Miss high. is coming. Ole Miss is coming. Ole Miss Did might they be for real. That fear? They strike SEC fear in your heart.
0: And by the way, if you're Louisville, you need Ole Miss to keep winning. Oh
3: yeah, well not really because I mean,
0: Louisville's not playing for anything. <laughs> you, <laughs> know, you never know, Louisville may go on this run. They may they have just the right to a run as anybody else in the in the ACC. You're right.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, are you are you sitting here saying to me right now that Louisville's schedule is not favorable for them to go on a run if that offense shows up every week?
3: Yeah, they're not ranked now, and like that one loss. But that's if gonna change go if they go win the, rest of the year with that one loss. They're not gonna crack the final four. So no,
0: that's man. not true. If they go through the year true. with that loss, and Ole Miss is still good,
3: As it is a possibility. Ah. The final four. They're not gonna. Ah. From, they're not gonna come from unranked in week three, where, or week four. Where it's week four, and they're unranked. They're not going to come all the way up. And they don't – I mean, only ranked team they're going to play the rest of the year is Clemson. So, no, well, it doesn't we, well, matter. Well,
0: hold on. It we think matter. we think they're going to play a ranked Clemson. We don't know that yet.
3: The only ranked team they're going to play is Clemson.
0: You if think that, Clemson will still be ranked by November 6th? <laughs> you think Clemson will be ranked by November six?
3: Yes. Who yes. oh, are they going to okay. lose to? They might lose this week maybe.
0: I read the schedule to you. I read the schedule to you at at North Carolina State at Pitt.
3: Pitt just lost at home to Western Michigan.
0: Yeah, but they're not gonna do that again.
3: <laughs> they're, not
0: they're not gonna do that again. They're gonna, be be gonna They're gonna take out all their frustrations on New Hampshire this weekend.
3: Pitt will right? this week,
0: and they'll get their right to the ship.
2: I didn't even ask Charlie. Charlie just gave us the look as he say, let's move on. <laughs> Louisville's defense gave up. How many points to UCF? It was it 30? 30-something. I don't know what it 30 was. 30-something. 30 yeah, that's, that's that, that, caused, that caused the worry. Right. When we're talking about moving forward.
3: 35. Well, the well, thing is, though, UCF had a better quarterback than the three that, that Florida State's trotting out there.
2: I mean you talking about making it to the playoffs and all of that. That's
3: why yeah, I was talking about, about, the I was the about the bigger it's thing.
2: Battle
0: with I'm just asking questions. That's my <laughs> job as a host. Central Connecticut and Miami. Miami. <laughs> okay, but this is their last shot with me. If, if they don't win this, then I'm gonna put them in the in the uh the north can, carolina my, my
3: charlie war uh, a 50 year 50 year old charlie Ward out there at quarterback and win the game on saturday
2: i don't know about that i gotta have great protection <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they have not proven they can do that so
2: true I'm that, that. i'm concerned i might be to to like tom brady I'll just in that pocket <laughs> I,
0: listen I'm gonna pick Miami, but I'm not confidently picking Miami. It's Central Connecticut. No, Central. Miami. I know
2: they just started football. It race. was
0: Jacksonville State. <laughs>
2: Jacksonville
3: State almost beat Florida State a couple of
0: years ago. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not the well. And then then look at Jackson uh, State in Louisiana Monroe. Okay, y'all see. I'm gonna remember. Next. I'm so glad that this this is a podcast and it's recorded. So if it happens, next. we're leading with that on next week. Leading next, with it.
3: Next, next game.
0: All right, Kansas and Duke.
3: Ooh, that's a tough one. That'd be a uh, great Duke. basketball game. It'd be a fantastic
2: basketball game.
3: <laughs> Football game. Nobody's gonna watch.
2: <laughs> I'm going with Duke. The Dukies. They're 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 going going the Dukies. And they just beat Northwestern.
0: Yeah, I'm going with the Dookies. They're going on a run now. They're going on a run. North Carolina and Georgia Tech.
3: That's a good one. I go. I'm going with the heels. I'm going. You already know I'm going Georgia Tech. And we Just because you don't like the quarterback doesn't mean you have to pick against Carolina every week.
0: No, I want him to prove to me that he can win the big game.
3: That's not a big game. (laughs)
0: Exactly. So I want to see him win it.
2: I think I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina. All right. Sam Howell is starting to come out of the shell, starting to find his receivers and run game and all of that. Detract. I don't know about their defense, but I know offensively they can do whatever they need to do to win the game. I'm with the heels. All right. Final game of the night. My Seminoles yeah. are going to win the first game of the year. They're going to put it all together. And um, being led by which quarterback? Good
3: question, Charlie. You don't
2: even know that answer. <laughs> uh, all I care is that whoever whoever's doing the lead lead and not turn the ball over and, and put drives together. I don't care which one it is. <laughs> it can be both of them, but all I care, you know, we need to stop turning the ball over and put the drives together. And then, defensively, we just got to make sure that uh, we're tackling the quarterback, keeping him in the pocket, and then stand on this forward kid.
3: Okay. For the first time, open. for the first time when we picked the games on this show, because because we didn't pick when they played Eastern Kentucky. Right. Going with the cards. Oh. <laughs> you, Louisville played great against Central Florida. They could have easily lost the game, but they did play well. And Florida State has not shown me that they can beat a Division One team yet. Because they have not. <laughs> and so I gotta go. I've gotta go with the cards. Wow. And Louisville has won at Tallahassee before.
0: So I'm I'm going with U of L in that game. Um, come <laughs> on, come on, come on! Louisville is a two and a half point favorite. Well, Louisville is a two and a half
3: point favorite on the road.
0: On the road. Keep it going. And, and they are they and, are coming. Gum-
3: Charlie's buying it. He's you know undergar- underdog Charlie.
0: Come on, baby. feel free to send this to them if you like. Yes. Uh, fantasy football has taught us that if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yes. So I'm going with the Cardinals.
2: I love it.
3: Awesome. Let them know. <laughs> I love it. It's let them know. the thing that. That way UK fans can't get mad at me
2: late tomorrow. <laughs> I will let them know.
0: All right. <laughs> Do you guys have any final thoughts for the evening?
3: Yeah, <laughs> go, Mister Nil.
0: <laughs> Mister Nil, right there.
2: Who's buying those shirts? <laughs> Uh I want to know is uh, number seven going to be playing?
3: Monty Montgomery. Yeah, he'll be there. I thought he got hurt. He he'll be there. He was in. The, he, trust me, he'll be there because he He's was in a the fucking boot. Pres- He's in the post game press conference after the Central Florida game.
2: In a walk in boot?
3: Nope. Oh. Nope. He a matter of fact, he's in the post game press conference after the game on Friday talking trash, to be honest. So he'll be there. Good. <laughs> and, 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 and honestly, as a person who's a big fan of players that talk trash, I'm a huge Monty Montgomery fan. This is, dude is crazy. <laughs> he really? Wow! 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 He's wild. He's wild. I love wild dudes. That's why. That's part of the reason why I became a Florida State fan. Because I love wild dudes.
0: Yeah. All right. Your final shout outs for the night, gentlemen. I'll go first if if you don't have yours ready. I was going to
3: go. let Heisman go first.
2: Shout out to all the Seminole fans to make sure that they're supporting people, supporting their team when they struggle. Because who likes to not be supported when you're struggling?
3: How many people are going to be at the game on Saturday, Charlie? It
2: doesn't matter. I hope I hope quite a few. Because if we were 3-0, and there would be people in the stands. And so...
3: on 3 play playing
2: Louisville who's not going to be a big draw let's be honest so I 100 I, I agree but if every three no playing Louisville it'll be no different <laughs> So that's my whole just shout out to all the fans that they need to support people support their team when they are struggling instead of abandoning them because no one likes to be abandoned when you're struggling that's true
3: that's true. Hey, hey! Look, I live here in Louisville, and that game on Friday night, the stadium was about three fourths full, and that was because of how they played against Ole Miss, and yep. they only beat Eastern Kentucky thirty to three, and it was a Friday night. I give them that, but
2: that's my whole shout out. out
3: to the fans who were always there, and I shout out to because the atmosphere, even though the stadium was only three fourths full. On Friday night, it was loud at Cardinal Stadium. So, shout out to those fans who support, and shout out to the Tallahassee fans who, who's going to show up to their Florida State game regardless.
0: Okay. Uh, my shout out is to an old Cardinal. Shout out to Lamar Jackson for, as he said, finally getting the monkey off his back. Although, I don't think he needed to have a monkey on his back for this, it's just football. And eventually you win. That's just how it is. It just takes time sometimes. But he played – that was an outstanding football game uh, last night, and I enjoyed every second of it.
3: Yes. So shout-out to him. Shout-out to him. And I do have a shout-out. I have a shout-out, and, Lord, you'll appreciate this. Shout-out to Shawnee High School. Shawnee's football team won for the first time. They had lost 64 straight games. And they won on Friday night 14-0. Pitch the shutout. So shout out to Shawnee High School. They're up for our touchdown Friday night player of the week. We 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 put the whole we put the whole team on the on there. So shout out to Shawnee High School. Hopefully they win our player of the week. Don't you have
0: to give to Shawnee? I mean, goodness gracious, 64 games, straight losses.
3: Hadn't won a game since 2014.
0: That is unprecedented. If they keep this up, they're gonna lose their status as everybody's favorite homecoming game.
3: Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> slow down, <laughs>
0: Nugget. They're one in 65. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is some tough coaching. Uh, how many? That's coaches- the what? I said that's some tough coaching.
0: Well, listen, they get stipends here. They get stipends in Kentucky. They don't get actual salaries.
3: Yeah, that's one of those schools that is. S- uh, supremely affected by busing and all of that. yeah.
1: Oh,
0: yeah,
3: all the, you know, all the
0: now, all of the best talent in the city lives around the school,
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the school is right in the middle of the hood, to be honest, right? <laughs> they
0: just don't go to that school,
3: <laughs> they just don't so, go there. They so, so in other that words, what you're telling me is
2: they may have some talent, but it's not organized or structured
0: because no, no. no. The talent lives in the neighborhood around the school. They're just bust or shipped out to other schools. But even with that. You can walk three blocks away and probably find a 100-yard rusher, it, it, you know, on another street from the school. But he goes to Trinity or St. X or Ballard or Mail.
3: Matter of fact, shout out Rondell Moore, former Trinity star. He's actually yeah, he did great. off the bridge, but.
0: Yeah, Ready to scored his
3: first career touchdown for the Arizona Cardinals. He had 114 yards receiving and a 77-yard touchdown.
1: Yep, Arizona's
3: win over the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. So shout out to Rondell Moore.
0: Look good, look real good. Uh, my look man. Real
2: good. Uh, oh, shout out to my man Dustin Hopkins, Florida State former Florida State kicker, Washington football team, kicked the game-winning field goal. But my man Graham Gano on the opposite side with the Giants. Yeah, that hurt. Five field goals to keep him in the game. <laughs> <That> <laughs> unless, you know how,
3: unless you know how bad
0: that game was. <laughs> that was a
2: game. Well, it was a good game to
0: watch. It just was a bad game.
3: <laughs> it was a good game.
0: <laughs> it was a good game to watch. It just was a bad game. So all right, people. Um let's have a great week. Uh go have fun. And enjoy your life. <laughs> no <knows>. nose. That too. <laughs> You've been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward, Lloyd Spence, and Kendrick Haskins. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share from the Noisemakers page on Facebook and on YouTube. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.